Hey, Lee. Hey, what? Guess what time it is? Bonus time? Bonus time. Bonus time. Whoa. Whoa. Apparently, even your phone likes the idea of bonus time. So if you're curious what kind of madness you have just turned into, maybe you're listening to your podcast and suddenly we came up, well, then stay right here. This is not politically correct. We do some pretty fun stuff, and we want you to strap in and enjoy this ride we're about to take you down because it's going to get crazy. That much, I can promise you. It will go nuts. Yeah, and I'll probably take us off the rails once or twice. Guaranteed. But you're going to love it. So let's do this thing. Boom. Big, booming week in news. Let's talk about your boy Fauci first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. He's been preaching. Everybody has. First, he's preaching quarantine. Now he's preaching quarantine was a mistake. He was preaching everybody must wear a mask. Now he's going, mask are a mistake. This all goes back to what I originally said when this first started. Uh, Whatever the experts say, do the exact damn opposite. Uh, pretty much. I mean, basically, the the only thing we know for sure about Fauci is he is a raging globalist. And we know that he doesn't really like McCorkland. Say it. Uh, malaria drug that's on yeah, generic okay. malaria. Yeah, Mal- malaria drug. He yeah. doesn't like that, despite the fact it works. But I feel like that strongly has to do with that it's costing about 90 cents a dose, where his stuff is costing a little over $1,000 a dose. I mean, maybe it's just me. Eh, I don't know. Conflict of interest? Eh, maybe. Um, I keep listening to this guy talk about, oh, vaccine, vaccine. Everybody's running around, oh, vaccine, vaccine. Shut the hell up. Yeah, we've had vaccines for the flu for how long? And we yeah, still lose 60. Stop. So we're going to get a vaccine for this, and we're still going to lose 60,000, 80,000. Well, here's it. the deal. Now, let's let's just take it here. Lee, tomorrow, vaccine comes out. You taking it? Hell no. Hell no on this side, too. There is no way I'm if taking it. If they say that. i got to take it, I'm definitely not taking it. Oh, dude, there's no way. This is not like the polio vaccine. We, You can see the results of polio. Mm. Yep. You know, we pretty well had that eradicated, and guess yeah. what's coming back? It's really not coming back. There's a couple of small, tiny sources that claim it came back. Yeah, not so much. What is kind of on the L-dominant side as we, you know, play some of this stuff, here's what we know. Fauci is a fan of, if you travel, you need to carry immunization records. Oh, is he, he's a Nazi? Fauci? Fatsy? Ah, He's a Fatsy? He could be Fatsy. Yeah. And then you've got, uh, oh boy, who released his chip so that that way you don't have to carry them. They can just be on your chip. Which is stuck in you. Yep. <clears throat> you know. I'm going to be honest I, I, with you. I, you know, microchipping your children so you can find them if they get abducted is one thing. That's a terrible idea, and it's a complete violation of their constitutional yeah. right as well. But I'm saying, oh, that'd be one thing, no. you know, like you do a dog or a cat, you microchip them. <sighs> but at some point, you got to take that chip out. Yeah, well, that's not ever going to happen, and you know yeah. that it will never that's happen. Why, that's why I'm against it. But I'm saying, no, oh, that'd be the only reason I would chip my child is for the to find them. You know, how many times they find just some kids buying it? I don't know who it is. Well, if they had chips on them, they'd be able to scan the chips. Say, oh, this was little Billy. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Lee. This is the most terrifying ultra-left conversation I've ever heard you have. It, you were just willing to trade 
liberty for safety. You just made the claim to trade liberty for safety. Now, I said that's only use I saw for a chip. I didn't say I would do it. Okay, we're just making sure here because I was was getting concerned. Listen to what I said. I was getting concerned here. Listen to what I said. That Uh. would be the only purpose I would see for a chip. Oh, by the way, do you have an iPhone? Nope. Did you see the update? And uh, if I, if you own an iPhone, don't take it. It turns it into a tracking device. Yes, it does. And by clicking, and you can't yeah. disable it either. Nope. By clicking yes, you agree to the terms of service, which guess what makes it legal. And they they're going to use that to track you during these lockdowns. Yes, they will. And guess what? They'll come knocking on your door. Ooh, knock, knock, knocking on your door. With the COVID truck, hey, hey. Okay, I'm yeah. there. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's look at the reality of it. That's unconstitutional, anyhow. Other than you're giving them permission, exactly. To get them for analytics. It's all that's supposed to be for. Yeah. Well. But what keeps the government from taking their analytics and using it against? Absolutely you? nothing, except for that little terms of use that you click yes on, which now makes it legal. Congratulations. Yep. Uh oh. Yeah. I mean, it's some of the stuff that that these that these different people, you know, with the the iPhone tracking and the chipping and dude, we're in 1984. Hmm. I mean, there's there's no real way around it, right? Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that people do it. Listen, I was I we were talking about this iPhone update the other day. And I was having a conversation with this guy. And I was like, well, you might want to just cut your technology, dude. And he says, well, I use it to keep an eye on my kid's blood sugar. And I just kind of looked at him. I was like, okay. And he's like, well, sometimes it gets, you know, high or low. I mean, without my phone, I think my kid would probably die. And I went, stop. Stop. How old is your kid? And they're like, oh, I'm 16. All right, then definitely stop. Your kid would be just fine. But you are willing to trade liberty for safety. And because you're okay with that, you're going to find yourself without either one. Congratulations. Do you really think no one else is monitoring that app that gives your your kid's blood sugar? Because what I can tell you is I guarantee it's dropping into a database. Somewhere. No question about it. Even if it's anonymous, nothing is anonymous. Yep. Nothing. You know. So stop, people. Here's the deal. It's just like anything else. Do you really need your damn smartphone? No. No, you don't. Dump it. Trash it. Yeah, I can go back to a flip phone. Go back to a flip phone. They're, they're really, really hard to track. Especially if you don't go with a contract. You just go with a pay-as-you-go. They are impossible to track. Do you really have to have every piece of information that you think you need in front of you at all times? I don't think so. Besides, you're probably using Google, which gives you the search results they want to give you anyway. It's not like you're using DuckDuckGo or something smart. Did you try Brave? I did. What do you think of it? It's not bad. I, I almost think it's tighter than Brave. Uh, DuckDuckGo. Yeah, I, DuckDuck's I, pretty good. Yeah, it's it's not bad at all. So yeah, that one's that one's pretty good. I I did try it. It had a hard time with a couple of extensions that I was doing, but it, other it, than that, it, it seems to really knock out anything it's got to track. If you notice, yeah, it it, it 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 blocks 
everything. I mean, you don't get it. You don't get any foreign drop-ins. You don't get anything. And I'm no, going, no. It's it's really really pretty great. Gotta I, watch YouTube through Brave. How's that work? You don't have as many commercials. Oh, <laughs> well, that would be nice. Since we went from none to one to two to however many they cram in. I think I had one four in there the other day. Oh, wow. But it was like a 30-minute video. It had it was taking breaks. Oh, good grief. You know, halfway through, we had to have another break of two commercials. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. I just love when that happens. So what else are you, what do you see? Just pick any of the current news topics and tell me, tell me what you see. Joe Biden, you're not really black if you don't vote for me. I don't think anybody's actually going to care. No, the people who are going to vote for him are going to vote for him. Doesn't yep. matter what he says. It doesn't matter. The uh, only people, the only people he's going to turn off, are the people who are on the fence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't going to win anyhow. No, he wasn't. Let's see, Governor of. California, I guess, wants to keep a lockdown in place until there's a vaccine. Is it California? California and Michigan both. Oh, you mean that psycho up there in Michigan? Yeah. Wow. Whitless? Yeah. I did, mean, Whitmer? Yeah. Hey, did you see all our dams broke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no loss of life, which was amazing. Well, there you go. But the one dam had been deemed hazardous by the national dam inspectors so why didn't they fix it well i guess they didn't have enough teeth to force them oh. or they didn't have the money and the government never ponied up because technically national inspects the dams right state the state's responsible for the dam then why do we even have most Cause, of these because there aren't federal dams think about it right other than on interstate waterways the dams on the mississippi are corps of engineers right you're either a corps of an engineer which means you're on a waterway that goes through multiple states yeah or you're private or state-owned you know maybe it's time to just remove all the dams along the mississippi yeah just let everything flood wouldn't flooding wouldn't be as bad no it wouldn't it'd be localized Huh, imagine that concept. Yeah, isn't that a neat concept? I bet the Mississippi wouldn't look so nasty, too. Yeah. Okay. Just just my thought. <clears throat> Let's <laughs> see. What else have we had? Okay, so we had some... There was an interesting story out of... And I have not heard the end of the case out of St. Louis. And that was about the gym that opened. So in St. Louis, Missouri, their city mayor and their county... Executive. executive are psychopaths there's no question about it so they told all these places you have to stay closed but lowe's and home depot and blah 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 you can all be open so this dude opened up his gym and i was all for him yep and then they shut down his gym i think they'll get sued over it i think they're gonna, I, I think they're gonna lose the suit i think they will too you know i was glad to start seeing businesses stand up for their rights uh I was disappointed churches didn't stand up for the rights. Yeah, they did. Now there was a church in Kansas, and I'm gonna, you know, and I'm gonna oh stand up for them. They chose not to open. 
once uh, you know they okay they, they basically told president Trump, well you know we, we're going to choose not to open well they know their parishioners they know their that's base. fine you can that, do that that's their choice that's right. the called freedom of religion that's fine the church has the right to open or not open yeah but to say but who says what's essential what's not essential well here let's go a step further though while we're on the churches before we get into this insane insane impossible debate well, isn't a church essential for a lot of people? Well, I would say it is, but let's just go to the very basic. It can be ruled neither essential or unessential as it's protected by Article 1. Right. Article 1, right there, boom. That's it. You don't need to go any further than that. But you currently have police cars in Illinois blocking off church parking lots on Sunday. Block it, yeah, and taking away city traffic or parking and yep. everything. Interesting. Uh, let's go a step further. Did you see the church down in Alabama? It was? They got burnt. Burnt it to the ground, and somebody spray-painted on it. Maybe now you'll stay home. What kind of sick, eco-terrorist bastard was that? Ah, uh, who knows? Wow. Let's see. We can, we can go a further step. Uh, we have a lady in Oregon. Do you hear this one? So she's up in Oregon, and she owns a haircutting place okay and the way most haircutting places work is you have the person who owns the building and the business but then they have they rent out the spots for the other stylist to come in so essentially they are subcontractors period they're 1099 subcontractors no big deal it's just that's how that's done it makes sense it also is done that way because if you really suck as a hairstylist i'm not the one i didn't i don't have to fire you You'll just leave when you have no money because you're terrible. Nobody will come book with you. So check out what she did. She decided she was going to open. And OSHA came to her business. And OSHA determined that those subcontractors were not subcontractors, but employees and then they fined her $14,000 under OSHA's general duty clause. Now that is unreasonable. But it doesn't stop there. Then the state pulled her business license. Or the city did. Yeah. And then the state pulled her haircutting license, which I don't know why in the hell you need a haircutting license. That's ridiculous. And then DFS showed up at her house. Huh. That's interesting. I'm pretty sure that that is reminiscent of how does that piece in the Declaration of Independence go? He sends swarms of his agents to harass. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, that that meets the, the qualifications for swarms of agents to harass. That's it. Now, that one's going to court. Obviously, we saw in Texas where Texas upheld that that lady could keep her place open. Michigan uh, court, oh. appeals court, overruled the governor and everybody on the one. Oh, told, on, the, on the older guy? On the 77-year-old barber. <laughs> I like that Told guy. the governor she had to give his license back. Awesome. That uh, is awesome. New Jersey. Folks, we have been preaching. Oh, they do not have a right to tell you you cannot open your business. No, they don't. And you the have courts a right are upholding. Yeah, and the courts are proving us right time and time again. What they issue are deemed 
guidelines, recommendations. They have no teeth, even though the government wants you to think they do. They're guidelines and recommendations. And that's all they are. They can't do anything to you. They're toothless as a 20-year-old cat. That's pretty toothless. Wow. There's a visual for you. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) I had to stop there for a second and think about it. So that's the, uh, excuse me, that's what we're seeing throughout. Now, there was an article, or there was an audio clip that it was was really great. Uh, Let me see if I can find that real quick, quick, because it's a good one. Well, for whatever reason, I thought I could find the audio clip. I can't. Anyway, so here's here's the breakdown of the audio clip. They're up in New Jersey, and there's quite a few people out there. There's some news cameras, things like that. The New Jersey cops show up, and they're like, hey, you guys are in violation. And at that, have a great day. And the cops leave, and the crowd's thrilled. They're cheering, blah, blah, blah. Cameras left. Cameras left. 30 minutes later, the exact same cops come back and start arresting people and shut it down. That is what you call media manipulation and a PR stunt. An absolute PR stunt is what that was. Ah, There's a real problem there. There is a uh, a cop in Portland who got fired from his job. He did a pretty great YouTube video about... Really, it was one cop to other cops saying, you guys have to stop enforcing this stuff. It's unconstitutional. You can't do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you haven't watched that video, get out there and find it. It's it's really great. He comes up yeah. with great points. He uses appropriate law. He talks about why we're here, why we're not here, and what we are not permitted to do, no matter what order is given to us, et cetera, et cetera. So the question has come up several times, you know, as we see things like what we saw in New Jersey, where they pretended to open it and then came and shut it down. And you have to stop and wonder, how can how can this happen? <coughs> Excuse me, I got coronavirus again. <laughs> anyway, Chinese flu, the Wuhan plague, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, there was a, there was a book out there, and it's called Ordinary Men. And it's about a the 101st Reserve Police Commission during World War II in uh, Poland. They all started out pretty good. But after a lot of years, and by a lot I mean like two, they became the most prolific death squad Hitler had. It's important to take a look because this, this guy goes through and he writes this book, Ordinary Men. And he he reads transcripts and finds out about who these guys were and how their mindset was slowly, slowly corrupted over a course of years until they wouldn't even recognize themselves anymore. I think that's one of the things we have to be careful of right now. If you listen to our show... You know, we've got all kinds of people that listen to our show. But if you listen to our show and you're sitting there right now, you know, you're you're a cop, you're a county cop, whatever. And if in your head you're like, there is no way I can do X, Y, and Z. Those are actions I'm not willing to do. But then you justify it because you need the money. Take a stand. 
because when all of this is done and over, the people will remember those who stopped things from happening, those who stood in the way. They'll remember what side you took. Exactly. Because remember, as you know, we see these these great figures of both American and world history. They were never forged by a good day. You're forged by a bad day. Your fame, for whatever, even if that, I mean, that's not what you're after. You're just like, I'm going to do the right thing today, and it's going to cost me my job, and they're going to blah, 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 blah. That's how they're formed. You know, we can look at a lot of different major figures throughout history who had no desire to be involved in what they were doing. Not even a little bit. But, as our founders would say, by providence, that's where they found themselves. We, we look at some of these. We look at ones like, um, let's see, who's a good one? Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson was pure fire. There's no question about it. And I don't mean fire in the normal sense. I mean raging, burning inferno. See, what most people don't know about Jackson and his ferocity. Jackson first came in contact with British soldiers during the Revolutionary War, where his brother died. And Jackson and his brother, his little brother, were taken prisoner by British soldiers. Well, young Andrew Jackson was told by the commanding officer to polish, his, polish the commanding officer's boots, et cetera, et cetera. And young Andrew Jackson started quoting proper treatment of prisoners as outlined between the U.S. and Britain. Obviously, that was a violation of how you could treat prisoners. And Andrew Jackson had a scar on top of his head for the rest of his life from a saber. But what that did is that ignited something inside Jackson. And that something would burn there for years and years until the Battle of New Orleans when he decimated the British. See, that wasn't the ideal plan that I think Jackson, if you were like, here's the plan for your life, which one do you want? He probably wouldn't have chose that one. Providence chose it for him. Chose it for him. It would have been simpler in ancient Greek times had the leader of the Spartans followed his high council and just stayed home and let Xerxes take over the known world. But he wasn't going to do that. He knew he would never come back from the hot gates. There was no doubt in his mind. And the reason we know there's no doubt in his mind is because he and 300 guys went to go fight some dudes because his ruling body wouldn't allow them to draw war against Xerxes, even though he was invading Greece. But King Leonidas knew that if Xerxes killed him, by law they had to enter the fight. Leonidas went to die. He knew he'd die. And he was fine with it. See, it's, it's that line. And the line is, things that are powerful things that mean something are not easily done. If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? Right. So as, as we look at these different events, we find 
ordinary people in borderline extraordinary circumstances. It may be no more than you are the director of a health department in a small county. Do you choose to follow the edicts commanded to you? Do you choose to become drunk with power? Or do you say, we're not doing any of this. This is ridiculous. We are not going to do this. Yeah, you'll take backlash from everyone around. But you know who's not going to give you backlash? The people of that county who you are oppressing. You're a local sheriff's department who gets an order from the governor to shut down businesses that refuse to comply. Do you shut down the businesses? Or do you protect the businesses when the state police come? Hmm. I guess that's a choice you would have to make in your own mind. But I know which of the two thing which of the two actions is a worthy action. Defending a local business from the power of the state police coming to shut it down? Or shutting the business down. You have the option to either be the hero of the story or the villain. You may die or go to prison based on what your actions are. Or you may just be a monster if you shut it down. It's your choice. But that being said, liberty's cost is always high. It's unbelievably high. It's no coincidence that the famous phrase that the tree of liberty must be watered from time to time. But notice what it's watered with. The blood of tyrants and of patriots. It's no coincidence that it doesn't just grow on tyrants' blood, but it requires the blood of patriots as well. This is what we, we look at now as, as we face what things are to come. We listen to people talk about the new normal. You can shove your new normal. I want nothing to do with it. Not even a little bit. I'm not accepting your assertion of power, which you do not have, which has not been allotted to you by the Constitution in any way, shape, or form. Not even a little bit. Yeah, they only have power if we, the people, give it to them. Exactly. And without the consent of the governed, they have no power. Those are important words, the consent of the governed. I didn't even mean to say that. But the consent of the governed is a phrase which comes once again out of the Declaration of Independence. Where we find ourselves, and you know, as we look, President Trump did something really cool. He affirmed the power of the states. And he said, I'm leaving it up to the governors to make their decisions. But in reality, he drew out the tyrants. He gave the states their rights back. But he allowed the people of those states to see their governors for what they are. The governor of Texas, the governor of Georgia, governor the governor of, of Alabama, the governor of Florida. Basically, well, let's call it what it is. Most of your southern state governors have proven that they're like, you know what? If that's what our people want to do, that's what we're going to do. All of your extreme leftist governors, Cuomo, Jelly Belly, What's his name in Illinois? It's Whisker. Yeah. Something like that. Governor Jelly Belly. Yeah. Whatever. And Cuomo and the California governor and the Oregon Frisker. governor. Many of them have shown that they are absolute despots. 
No question about it. Yeah, no respect for the Constitution. No, they don't even care. There was uh, one of those governors was being interviewed on Fox, I believe it was, or one of the stations. And they said, well, you're, you know, the, the charge is being made that you are violating people's constitutional rights. And he said, well, that's way above my pay grade to know if that's part of their constitutional rights or not. And even if it was, I didn't have time to stop and evaluate their constitutional rights. I was trying to save lives. Bullshit. <laughs> that's all I have to say to that. Yeah. No. That is not above your pay grade, you stupid leftist moron. That's whole basis is he swears to protect the Constitution of the United States and the state. So if he has no idea what that is, he, he probably should shouldn't be, be the governor. That's no, right. he should be out. I think, <clears throat> tell me what you think. I think as we see these elections coming up for a lot of governors. I think you're going to see a lot of them get changed because of their yeah. actions here. Do you think the House will suffer greatly? Yes, because if you lose, if the, if there are a Democratic governor and they go down, Democratic representatives and senators are going to also be yeah. vulnerable. I think it could be really interesting to see what pops up next. <coughs> we, um, there's so much crazy stuff going on right now you've got the joe biden tapes that have been released you know what's funny is joe biden did exactly what they accused trump of doing which was an exchange of you fire this prosecutor and i'll make sure you get your billion dollars in loans yeah he did it we have the audio of it somebody recorded it obviously on the ukrainian side it was recorded there's also one with John Kerry. He obviously was engaged in some interesting activities. And then we have this whole thing with the judge and Flynn. That is, that's the most troubling of them all. That is beyond troubling. The man is trying to write law from the bench. Yes, he is. Instead of following the law. Yep. Flynn's attorney, though. This gal is sharp. <laughs> she's awesome. She, she's she been on it from day one. <coughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been somebody try to kill her. She's been so good at what she's doing. Did you did you hear what what the, uh, oh, who is it? He's a federal judge. I guess it's a panel of other federal judges that basically can say, what are you doing? He has, what, 10 days to respond? Oh, that a, was uh, appellate court in Washington, yes. D.C.? Yes, he has 10 days to respond with why he's even pursuing this. Yeah, because it's outside the scope of everything. Yep. And he's got a state why he's going against the U.S. Const uh, going against the Constitution, going against the Supreme Court ruling, and some other ruling. Yeah. He's got to justify why he's going <laughs> against all this. <laughs> I predict it I want, doesn't I, go well. I want to I want to see his answers. I'm really excited to see his answers. Yeah. I also want to see him removed. Yeah, I believe it's time. I believe it's coming. No doubt about it. I thought it was, you know, interesting that the judge he wanted to get on there with him to, you know, help with the friend of the court review 
was another ultra-leftist Clinton-appointed judge who had retired. I think that's that's kind of some of this weird stuff that there's still some ultra-leftist judges hiding in the woods. Yep. And you got to go through and you need to start getting them out of there. You need to go ahead and move for impeachment on these judges, remove them and put new ones in their place. Obviously, we have reached that point on every level, from local government to highest government, where it is time to remove these guards and place new ones in their charge. Because obviously these people are incapable of upholding the rights of the American people as outlined by the Constitution. Remember, the rights that are listed in the Constitution and that are rent, or I'm sorry, that are written in the Bill of Rights, they're pretty much innate rights. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're not random stuff. You know, people, people were taught in high school that the Constitution shows you what rights you have, but that's not true. No. The Constitution restricts government and tells them what they cannot do. The right of the key people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That is not saying, remember, you can have a gun if you want one. That is reminding the government you have no power over this. None. As that section leads on and talks about in a well-regulated militia, that means congratulations, Janet Reno, you're now dead, but you had no right going after militia groups in the 90s and into the 2000s. They're allowed to exist absolutely allowed to exist and you went after them on some kind of stupid regulatory weapons violation well let's go back and read what the founders said that these well-regulated militias should be armed with and what the american people should be armed with adequate and sufficient arms and means as to be able to stop both a tyrannical leader or foreign power the implication there is equal to weaponry you need to understand this I'd be dangerous with a tank. We can get you a tank tomorrow. That's not I'd even hardly. Da- I'd be dangerous with one of those. Oh, that's fine. You've driven a dozer. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big dozer with a gun. Yeah. It makes it way easier to clear trees. Yeah. Clear traffic. Or traffic. When it talks about the freedom of religion and the freedom of the press. The freedom of the press is, is gone. But the it wasn't the government who did it. It was what I would call hostile government actors. Google, YouTube, CNN, MSNBC, and every other thing on the list protects the left. Therefore, they are a hostile government actor. They are not government in of itself, but they are certainly an agent of. They have restricted free speech heavily, but these places do it under the guise of, well, it's hate speech. No, you just don't don't agree with it. There is no such thing as hate speech. All speech is equal. Any variety of speech is just speech, and it's no more. And it's just like that thing where somebody says, oh, you can't yell fire at a movie theater. That's actually horseshit. You cannot yell fire in a crowded, falsely, Yell. Hold on. Is what that says. That was overturned. Yeah. And proven to be not a real thing. That took place back in the days of the overpowerful 
President Woodrow Wilson. That law has long since been overturned. Absolutely overturned. Now, reasonably today, they may try to charge you with uh, terroristic threats or some crap. Congratulations, that needs to be overturned because that's not a real thing. Well, it's no more than being charged with a hate crime. I got news for you. You murder somebody? That, that is murder is a hate crime. You mean you didn't like them? And you murdered them because you liked them so much? You know. But <laughs> they, they want they want to charge people with a hate crime because of their speech. They want to charge you with a hate crime because of It's ridiculous. You know, you have the freedom. You're the Constitution gives you the right to like somebody or not like somebody based on their sex, their religious Any, anything and, you want it to be. You you have any reason to hate somebody. Yeah. What it does is say you can't deprive them of their rights, being life, liberty, and property. And it's irrelevant what shade of the sun they are. It's irrelevant who they swipe on on Tinder. It's kind of irrelevant. The only thing that actually matters is, congratulations, you can't deprive another person of their rights. That's it. That's all that matters. So if you murdered them, well, looks like you deprived them of life. There yeah. might be an issue there. Yep. You stole all their stuff. Sounds a lot like property. You are the government and you made up a bunch of fake laws to imprison them. Well, that sounds a lot like liberty. Huh. Like Mike Flynn. Seems like you're in violation. Big time. Big, big time. Be sure to watch our Facebook page this week, Not Politically Correct Radio. That is on Facebook for now until they take it down. Again. Again. Anyway, keep an eye on that. See what we've got going on there. We're going to have probably lots of news this week. I feel like this week is going to be a big news week. No. No? No, we got the Memorial Day holiday, everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there probably actually is big news. It'll probably just, big news. Yeah. We just won't hear about it. Yep, probably. So I would say keep an eye on that stuff. See what happens. We need to talk about our sponsor. You know, we have one of the greatest sponsors for this podcast. And our sponsor for this is SmokinButtsBBQ.com. Now, if you're wondering what in the heck is SmokinButtsBBQ.com, let me tell you. It is some of the best sauces, rubs, and grilling supplies money can buy. SmokinButtsBBQ never uses high fructose corn syrup. No MSG, no gluten in their products. They have fabulous, fabulous products like habanero apple. Onion jalapeno, original, bold, Cajun, sweet heat for a rub. Some of the fabulous, fabulous flavors. You know, you can take those rubs, you put them on a baked potato. Fabulous. It's a great thing to add to it. If you do twice baked potatoes, add it into the mashed potatoes. It gives it a really good flavor. Uh, what else did I find? Uh, sweet heat is really good on fish. If you do fried yeah. fish. Works really good. I just added it into my breading. Yeah. So it would it would stick. Pretty and good on chicken too that way. I haven't tried that Maybe one. Fried chicken. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. So I know the question in your head is, what's the deal? Where do I get this this wonderful sauce and rub? Well, you go to smokingbuttsbbq.com. They'll show you where a retailer is. Now, we know that a lot of our people listen to us from around the world. That's cool. Go to smokingbuttsbbq.com. Find what it is you want to buy. Put it in your cart. 
place that order, and it will show up randomly at your house. Wherever your house happens to be, Afghanistan, Russia, India, Saudi Arabia, Italy, Spain, Boston. Hey, if FedEx or UPS gets there. Soaking the sauce. That's right. You know, I just pictured some dude like up in a monastery, like in Tibet or something, and the, the UPS guy climbs like 10,000 steps, and then he opens it up and gives it to him. And this like, you know, the bald head guy, he opens up the top and he's like, smokingbutsbbq.com. Puts the lid back on. He's all happy about it. I don't, I don't know. It was really funny in my head. It was it was a great commercial. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. You just I'm insane. We know I'm insane, man. That's just what it is. Anyway, check out smokingbutsbbq.com for your choice. Your let them be your number one choice for rubs and sauces. Remember, it's always gluten free. It's always no corn syrup. It's always no MSG. Check them out. Remember to check out the grilling team. Now this barbecue and kick butt ass kickery team. How do they find those guys, Lee? Uh, team Smoking Butts on Facebook. Check it out. There's going to be great pictures coming up, hopefully soon. If we ever get to go cook. <coughs> well, you know what? If you don't, you can come down to the firehouse anytime you want to yeah. cook. That's fine. We'll take pictures and make it look like a real thing. Shoot, man, we got enough guys. You could probably set up like three grills and just grill a little bit and then charge them each like 20 bucks, and they would just walk around and eat your stuff, and they wouldn't even care. It'd be fine. be like a barbecue competition somewhere yeah anyway that's it check out smokingbudsbbq.com stay vigilant i suppose we are done man yeah we're done all right this has been not politically correct radio the podcast thank you for tuning in and listening to us remember to like and follow our facebook page at not politically correct radio and we will talk to you guys again next week or sooner if the story breaks and goodbye bye